Now let's welcome in a friend of our show, and that is David Darst, Chief Investment Officer at Americana Partners. You also know him as former Managing Director, Chief Investment Strategist at Morgan Stanley Wealth Management. So what were your thoughts on what we heard from Powell last week? More importantly, what does it mean going forward? Great point, Nicole, and happy August. Um, look, housing starts were weak um, in the last month. Retail sales were weak. You've reported it yourself. The consumer sentiment, the Michigan sentiment fell down. Uh, the regional Fed uh, manufacturing surveys have been on the soft side, and you've had this uh, escalation in the Delta variant cases. So he was making an argument, Chairman Powell, that there are five or six reasons why he thinks inflation will be uh, transitory, that will be transient. Now, you know the number for the core pursu uh, personal consumption expenditures index, core year over year, was 3.6%. So he feels they've conquered the fact that inflation, they could never get it above 2%. It's 3.6%. The consumer price index, you recall, Nicole, 4.3% year over year for the consumer price index. These are both the headline numbers, uh, including food and energy. Uh, the last negative, which he did not address, which he shouldn't, uh, is taxes may be going up. We're going to have some fighting once the Senate gets back on September 13th. That's a Monday. When they get back, you're going to have some uh, vicious fighting there uh, over the infrastructure, uh, the hard infrastructure, as well as the social infrastructure. On the positive side, and this is where I think he was dwelling, the jobs market, Nicole, has been improving. 614,000 jobs in May, 930,000 jobs in June, 945,000 jobs in July. We'll get the next job numbers this Friday, uh, the 3rd of September, and people are looking for right. the consensus, 750,000. Profits, profits, 48% year over year in the first quarter. 89% Nicole year over year for the S&P 500 second quarter and the economic growth is there uh the health metrics institute which is out there in Seattle it was funded by the Gates Foundation and the University of Washington they claim that these covid cases you know the covid cases went from 13,500 per week the the daily average 13,500 per week in early June to 140,000 recently. Now, this um, Institute for Health Metrics, they're looking at what happened in the United Kingdom, Nicole, and what happened in India, and they say it could drop off by 40% in September and 50% from now in October. That would be very, very bullish. The liquidity, mm -hmm. the last thing I want to just leave with you is $2.6 trillion of excess money in the house, household sector relative to the last four-year average. And Standard & Poor's, you might have seen this over the weekend, they pointed out that corporations have $6.8 trillion of excess liquidity. So Chair Powell's comments uh, that he's going to take it real easy, I think were one of the things that helped the market. 52 records this year so far, this Nicole, so far this year. 52 right. Records. I mean, you make a great point. So what does that mean for investors? Because I know you have names on your watch list. You mentioned that they're going to be arguing about taxes when they get back to Washington. I mean, the pay VTF goes right into the Washington story and about, you know, obviously um, just improving our nation, whether it's uh, bridges and tunnels and roads and things like that. I know the pay VTF is on your watch list and a few others. Are you so you're feeling a little bit bullish, it sounds right? 
Uh, I think you can rotate into some cyclical stocks. I think also, Nicole, we've talked about with you uh, on many times on your show, uh, the financial stocks. If you get interest rates gradually rising, and I think this is the key message that uh, they tried to transmit to the market through Chairman Powell's speech, is they're going to rise, but they're going to rise very, very slowly. This paved infrastructure is about a $4.4 billion ETF. Uh, it's heavily concentrated, as you know, in industrial, 70%, and about 30% in materials. You've got stocks in there like Nuke, right. like John Deere. So uh, that that's one place that I think you can rotate into this PAVE infrastructure and also into cyclical stocks and into the financials, Nicole. All right. So I like that. Um, I saw you have Starbucks and Zoetis. Tell me a little bit about those picks. Are those some long-term plays for you? Why are you picking those? Nicole, yeah. Starbucks is a great story of returning back downtown. They're back to 90% of pre-COVID levels. People are starting, I don't know about you, but people are starting to uh, buy a little food when they go in there, a little snack, and they're buying pricier coffees, uh, larger or else more exotic coffees. And uh, they've got 33,000 stores. You've got... Um, 346,000 employees. This is basically an economic reopening story and a downtown uh, recovery story. Now, Zoetis, you know this, is 55% is companion animals. People have basically gotten pets. They're staying home. They're spending more time at home now, working from home. And so right. uh, that's been the fastest growing part of their business, 35% up year over year. Listen to this, that return on equity. If you go on Value Line and you look at TD Ameritrade's uh, statistics on this, they've got a return on equity, which is a mind-blowing 50%. Uh, it's come down from the 80% since they were spun off from Pfizer about seven, eight years ago. The stock doesn't yield much, but it's a it's 0.5% yield. But it's a great play on sure. uh, people keeping their pets and keeping their pets healthy. You also want, speaking of healthy, Nicole, you want to own some Abbott. There's a great stock, yields 1.4% return on equity. 20% is the most recent number. Uh, the 10-year average has been about 11%. Diagnostics, obviously these tests have, has helped Abbott. And also medical devices. Mm -hmm. You've got these uh, things that help with diabetes, with neuromodulation. And also right. uh, structural heart work. That's a that's a great company. Forty billion dollar market cap, and that has room to run uh, with this diagnostics and medical devices. Uh, it's run. Okay, by let me ask you this. Yeah, I wanted to ask you something. I just wanted to follow up because um, I'm sorry to interrupt you, David, but I'm running out of time. And you know, some other names that you've mentioned on the show, Johnson and Johnson was one of your favorites over the years, right? And obviously they've done so well with the, uh, vaccinations. You had Exxon as one of the names, and we know that energy has had an incredible year. Could you give us some follow-up ideas for some investors who may have bought into Johnson and Johnson and Exxon when you were last on with us over the years? Nicole, I was, you know, some of my mentors and some of my idols in the business of being investment strategists, I've always thought they shouldn't take a victory lap, you know, because you're testing the gods, okay? You're testing the Greek gods, by the way. So, Nicole, um, Moderna, I looked at, no, Moderna, that stock has more than doubled since we had it on your show, and we still like Moderna right. because they're in this messenger RNA area. ExxonMobil, stay with that one. That's a great one on 
uh, energy prices, and they're doing a lot of uh, shareholder-friendly actions, and they're going to do everything possible to protect that dividend, which you know, Nicole, is above 6%. So sure. uh, ExxonMobil, yes. Moderna, yes. And Johnson & Johnson, that's a stock you buy and stick it on the wall like a piece of art and do not touch it. 22% return on equity. They just Alex Gorsky had a tremendous run there as CEO. He's passing the reins. Uh, that that, that right. company, if it's ever weak, you should buy that one and just hold it. Forget about it. It's it's a yeah. it's a piece of art to hang on the wall. But I'd like credit. David. I was so tempted to take a victory lap with Moderna in here, but I I just said I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Well, you didn't have to because I remembered. I remember, David, that you were talking about a lot of those vaccine stocks and, you know, the Olympics just wrapping up. You get a gold medal, too. We adore you. Thank you always, David Darst. Thank you. David Darst, Investment Officer, you. American Partners. Thank you, David.